0: Hi, welcome to season three, episode 16 of the Next Dimension podcast, your podcast that is all about VR and AR. And I'm happy to have her here with us again, Tatiana from Disco VR. How are you doing? Good morning.
1: Hello. Good morning. Good. Wow. Good. Very late evening for you and, and <laughs> yeah, it is for the viewers. Yeah. Great to be here.
0: Yeah, great. Great to have you here again. And I'm looking forward to today's show. Yep. Also with me, Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of The Next Dimension podcast. This podcast is live every Saturday and it's also available as an audio podcast. So for all of you who want to listen to this while working, for example, and that's a good idea, I think you can do so and you can find us everywhere where you can find podcasts and if you really enjoy if you really enjoy this show then it would be amazing if you would give us a five star review on iTunes or Spotify wherever you can um, you can rate us that would be Amazing, because then more people could find us. Yes, so I am very much looking forward to today's show. We are going to talk about the PlayStation VR two again. Yeah, we have to talk about it. Still, it's we super will hard never topic. not talk
1: about it. Okay. We, we, yeah, exactly. It's it's it's
0: important. It, it has it's going to establish itself very well among VR, and it has already. And we we are going to simply talk about. Our last weeks with it, right? What have what have we been playing? What are our thoughts now? What about um, the this kind of blurry controversy? Like some people think it's super blurry. Other people like love it. So what's the deal? We're going to talk about, talk about that here in today's show, and also about some games. Like for example, mm-hmm. Aces of Thunder has been announced. This is. Like, um, yeah, f- flight action sim. So bad that our own Steve is not here today <laughs> to talk Where about is he? it,
1: right? If, you, if is you're he? watching it Steve, here, Steve,
0: we need you to talk it's about George this. <laughs> exactly. Also, we're going to talk about the Quest Pro, and they have a quite substantial price drop. From $1,500 to $999. Wow, so is it worth it? Now we're going to discuss this in this show. So that is really interesting. Also, of course, we have other topics. Like, for example, we're going to talk about PyMix. And this year, the PyMix Crystal. I had been using it for quite a while now. And, well, my my preview should go live tomorrow. But still, I, I do want to spoil myself a bit, my own video a bit, and let you know a bit about my thoughts. Like my Patreons, they, they know already most of the stuff that I will say, but I will drop some bits here today as well. So that should be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we start with today's show, we would like to thank our sponsor, which is VR Optician, and they do really amazing lens inserts for all of your headsets. So let's roll this. Today's Next Dimension podcast is brought to you by VR Optician. VR Optician solves the biggest problems that glasses wearers face with VR headsets by delivering highest quality lens inserts from Zeiss made in Germany for all VR headsets out there. You never again have to worry about having to wear glasses in VR, but instead you will enjoy more comfort and convenience for your VR experience. Simply go to vroptician.com, choose your headset, enter your prescription and you VR Optician lenses are coming your way no matter where you are because worldwide shipping is simple and stress-free. Thanks so much to VR Optician for supporting the VR community and the Next Dimension podcast. Yeah, thanks so much VR Optician and they are even giving away a brand new PSVR 2. You can find that on MRTV or simply go to my Twitter which is Mixed Reality TV. Thanks, VR Optician, for supporting this community with your awesome lens inserts and for supporting this podcast. Yes, this is important. This is really important. And by the way, if you are a business and if you want to get in front of the VR community, I think the Next Dimension podcast is pretty amazing, a pretty amazing place to do so. So if you're interested in that, simply get in touch with me, for example, or also with Tatiana. You can find our, our um, connections down in the description of this video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really good. Really good. Okay. Now, before we get into the topics, I would like to know from you, Tatiana, what did you do in the last week or weeks?
1: Play PSVR two, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. You're it. right. You're anyway. right.
1: Um, yeah. I've. Um, it's been. It's been busy time, but uh, I, I did find some time to kind of. Play with PSVR2 some more, and as I was experiencing different games, there kind of was also looking for things that maybe I didn't know before, or maybe other people would find useful. So after maybe yeah almost two weeks of playing with that headset, I actually managed to sort of compile the most I don't know maybe useful bits and pieces of info that would be really great for newbies to know and i made a a, someone called it like a swiss army knife video for everything psvr2 related and um yeah um i'm 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 a very structured person and i like very clear structure in everything i do including my videos so I thought, okay, 20 tips is so much. And I thought that it would make sense to kind of (laughs) group them all together into, you know, um, topics. Um, So there are some things related to actual psvr 2 settings. And then there are ones that are related to games and in-game settings. And then there are comfort and practicality tips. So that actually is something that we will talk about today, right? The blurriness or not blurriness. Good spot and all of that and how to get it to the best quality you can squeeze after P- uh, out of psvr2 uh, that is something definitely very important for new users because first impression matters and for many users psvr2 is the very first vr experience they will have and um i don't think playstation did a very good job onboarding them with that oh um, you're so
0: right i totally agree with you
1: yeah, it's it's a little bit disappointing. I was definitely expecting something like quest um, type of first steps, but we we don't see that. But anyway, um, lots of uh, Gran Turismo Seven, uh, <laughs> some Horizon, and I tried another game called Altair Breaker, which is a multiplayer sword smacking game. <laughs> it's really fun to play with some friends. Um, but yeah, honestly, Gran Turismo is kind of overtaking uh, so far, very surprisingly, probably because of how easy it is to get into it.
0: It's amazing how it sucks you in, in. even think... as a non-racer, racer, right? Like, like never it's, it, in totally, my life, it totally got me.
1: <laughs> never in my life would I think that it would be the, the, the game that I play most on ps 2 would be a VR racing game. I, ne- I, never, I never would have thought that that would happen. But it's happening, I already made two videos about it and I'm going to live stream it. So it's like <laughs> it's taking over my channel a little bit, uh, but I promise more More games are coming as well. Many, many more are in the works, including a horror game.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
1: yep. Yeah. not Resident Evil, a different one. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, yep. yeah, good. Yeah, looking forward. Looking forward to see that on your channel. Nice. Which, by the way, is called Disco VR. People should totally subscribe to it. The link is down in the description of this video and of this yeah. podcast. So do check it out. It is absolutely worth it.
1: Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And yeah. what about you? What, what were you or your weeks all about?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. It was non-VR related, first of all. So I was having a little vacation with my wife. You know, I married my wife here again in Taiwan and we went for a little holiday, for a little trip together to Vietnam. Oh my goodness. It was so good. It was so unbelievably good. I did post some pictures and a little video on my Instagram, which you can also find um, at Mixed Reality TV if you want to see that. See me in a kayak, <laughs> about- kayak
1: mirage in real life.
0: <laughs> yeah, that real thing is as good as the kayak mirage thing, and yeah, it's nearly as good as the kayak mirage thing. <laughs> but you could not as easily restart the level. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> we had a great time. We had an amazing time in Vietnam. So if any of you have the chance to go there, I can highly recommend it one hour massage, six dollars. Do I need to say more? It is it was just so good and super enjoyed the food there, the the Vietnamese noodle soups, everything. We had total blast and simply enjoyed it a lot. Yes, but now now we're back and now it's back to work. So I also did something VR related. So also just like you, GD7, it's taking over my my time. It is like stealing so much of my time. But no, I wouldn't say stealing because I love it. Mm-hmm. I love every moment in it. So what I found out, I so much enjoy to hunt for the best times. When I see the other friends in that list and I see, okay, this guy, oh, Tatiana, she's like um, five milliseconds in front of me. I need to get that record. And I totally, I totally wanted more people to have that feeling, even if they don't have any online friends. So therefore, I started the GD7, the MRTV GD7 um, challenge, and it's a challenge that goes still until that is still running until tomorrow, until until Sunday, and people could still take part in it. And it is about playing one of the levels, of the license levels, B10. And I also saw your time there, like 25 seconds or so. I have, like, a much better time than you, Tatiana, (laughs) I have to tell you. Like, (laughs) much better. And, um, yeah, so it's all about that time. So, if you're watching this right now, if you have a PlayStation VR 2, if you have GD7, join us. You have time until tomorrow. If you get the best time, then you can win the grand prize. And the grand prize is 150 euros sponsored by MRTV. And with that money, you can buy lots of games and lots of other cool stuff. So go and go for it. It's so fun. Check -hmm. out my video on how to join. And uh, Tatiana, I I truly hope that you will improve (laughs) your best time. It is... It's just okay, you know.
1: Okay, I will try. I do not have that competitive uh, gene that you were talking uh, about. Oh, uh, you don't? You really? What I wow. do, I play like races, 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 and I go through all these mini quests, getting the cars and Yeah, like, that's, fun like, that's fun too. That's fun too. Go to that cafe, like, what you got for me now? What am I going to do yeah, now? Right. right. Uh, so, um, whenever I play those races, it doesn't actually show friends' okay. results there. It go to the license. Them. When right, you do I license, but I already did license. I don't want to do license. I want to do like other, you know, countries. There was yeah, I know. I understand. There, I, I get
0: it. I get it. I get it. But just <laughs> try for fun. Try the B10 license. See yeah, my see my time and the, the time of the others and see it, how it's going.
1: What I'm saying is it's not what it's not what makes this game interesting to me. Like you say that... I it, got it. I totally like get it. it. It creates this feeling like, oh, competitiveness. And I also don't yeah. have that many friends there, of course. Like I can compete with you um um, but i'm hopefully
0: considered a friend by now (laughs) (laughs) of course but but it's (laughs) it's
1: interesting how different things make this game so unique for you and me right right Uh, exactly i I still go back to to this game to you know i enjoy like seeing these different tracks the, I, I got it. Switch to that one with mountains and the sun just kind of rising up the mountains. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, how could I have been, how can I even concentrate on, on this game if there's such a totally environment? It. <laughs> I totally amazing. get it.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And, and I also like that part of the game. So it's not just about trying to compete against the others. I also like that part. So, yeah, it's an unbelievable package. And in my opinion, probably for lots of people, the PlayStation VR 2 is even worth it just to play this game. It is crazy to say this, but I believe it. I could actually say it like this. GD7, yes, it's a high recommendation from the Next Dimension podcast, I believe, Tatiana. We can say that, right? So, <laughs> yeah,
1: so, <laughs> the so Next Dimension podcast recommended. I mean, if two regular hosts are can, yeah. can stop playing it, then Can't, I think it's yeah. safe to it say is. that we recommend it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so right now we have a bit more than 40 40 people joined that MRTV GD7 competition and Germany is absolutely completely ruling it right so i'm wondering what about the people in the united states are you just slow because we have one person from the united states who dared to put up his time there right so so what's going on like germany is completely like ruling that game and that competition. You are
1: all German community. <laughs> I do, but, yeah, totally but come rolling. on, come
0: on! The next dimension podcast is like a worldwide phenomenon, right? So this podcast, we're reaching lots of people in the US too, and actually on my English channel, on this channel here, the most viewers are from the US. So I'm wondering, US GD7 racers, are you just slow? <laughs> What's going on? Come on, you still have sure, to, yeah, you still, you there. have to. <laughs> you have to you have to join that competition because it's not just about becoming the the fastest racer in gd seven. It's also fighting for your country because there's also like a, a nation's um, league in, in in this competition. So right now Germany's on number one, right? And on number two, I think it's the UK because we have some really fast races from the UK there. Greetings to the UK. so they are really good. On number two, there's a, a racer from the UK. But on number one, there it's 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 definitely Germany. So US racers, check out my video about the MRTV GD seven competition. You have time until tomorrow to, to get the US at least into the top three, right? Come on. Come Why do on. I carry
1: the burden of the country that I wasn't even born in?
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So now
1: I have to I have to I have the responsibility for <laughs> for the United States. Okay. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll work on it. Work oh on here. It I,
0: I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And here. Um GT Racer says, "Sebastian plays with a gamepad, please." I do play with a gamepad and I'm still probably faster than you GT Racer <laughs> in in that in that in the tournament, right? So show me your show me your time, GT Racer. I want to see it.
1: I I actually found, I mean, the steering wheel feels... But the first time I tried it, it was kind of, like, mind-blowing because of how realistic it was. And then because of how realistic it was, I I, I got, like, even more scared because it's, okay, uh, if I turn too hard, you know, it's braking, I'm losing control, and the steering wheel just turns on its own, just like, you know, in real car when you lose control of the car. You have to, like, right. physically yeah, maintain so the right? straight line when you're braking on corners, especially if it's raining. It's really hard, but it's so, so cool. I just... Made an updated video, like, you know, gameplay of this game with the steering wheel. I bought that. Oh. If you're wondering, it was it's Logitech G29. It's one of the more affordable Cheapest, ones. Right? It's yeah, tele- okay. Expensive. How much is it? Like $200 or something? Like $250. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. And you right. You probably can find it used for cheaper, but like Thrust Master is like over 300 and even like higher. But I'm so glad I did. I'm just, I'm so happy that I did that because now I have the... You know the clutch, the brake, the gas pedals, and I put a camera there to show to the viewers. You know what I'm doing with my feet when I'm when I'm uh, driving the car. So That's
0: it's, all right. it looks
1: cool. It, it, <laughs> it looks very just, cool. I'm, it's it's the game just became so much more exciting to me. And uh, after I played for about two hours, I don't know, I started getting a little bit of a headache, so I put it away. And I thought, okay, before I sign off, I'll just play one more. Game just on a flat screen, you know, without VR, I couldn't. I couldn't. Okay. Like I suck now when I play on a flat <laughs> screen. You are so used to this full immersion that flat screen just just doesn't look like 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 uh, you know like something you want to play anymore. And it's a totally yeah. Why would you
0: want to feeling. do that? You can you can be in the game. Why would you look on a window? It doesn't make sense, right? You're sitting. <laughs> you're sitting in that car. And you're even holding that that wheel, right? You in your case, in my case, I'm holding the gamepad. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, give it to me. I want more. I want more g D seven. Oh God! I think I have to go. I have to go back into it as soon as possible again. Let's you finish are, this really podcast too. You buy
1: too. a steering wheel. Come on. Yeah, like, oh, no, the I theory. knew. I, I had the
0: feeling that you would say that. Damn. If
1: you do like <laughs> this game so much, if you play I do. so much, it's absolutely worth it. Because you sound yeah. like you're more than just, you've become more than just a casual gamer who plays ah, like yeah. once a week. You, right. you need it. You need it in your life.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think so. And you know, actually, I do have the same one that you have, but in Germany. Right, ah. so ah, I'm thinking, should I buy it again just for the time that I'm here, and I will spend mm. some month of the year always here now in Taiwan. Oh, with... well, maybe we'll um...
1: sell it afterwards. You know, you can. Yeah, you're, for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, probably want
1: one for g 7 You're right. Yeah, you
0: should try it. You
1: should. Definitely I, should do it. And, I should. I and should. And then you it. should live stream it, and people will be giving you hints and what to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. What not to
0: do. I know it's super addictive. Totally agreed. Damn. It must be so amazing with that wheel. Oh god, okay. Mm-hmm. I think I really have to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you will not you'll not
1: regret it. I I I did not regret getting yeah, it. Yeah, you
0: will have you have you have even way more control, right? Over how much you steer. Right now with the gamepad, it is okay, but it's not perfect. You have way and more yeah. control, right?
1: But like with the, with the gas, right? It's just an x that you're pushing on your gamepad. And here you can like control, yeah, right. obviously, how hard you're pressing the the gas pedal, and everything is just a lot more. Um, yeah, lot you've got a lot more control over everything, right, and obviously right. disabling all the assists and <laughs> just going in like in a real car. It's an amazing feeling. It's oh uh, yeah. The only thing is missing is like some kind of a like a your chair that would also oh, rotate and oh, turn. Wow. I don't have it, room for it, that.
0: That is the next stage. <laughs> that is the next stage. I
1: think I'm good with what I have for now. I'm definitely right. going to keep me going.
0: Who knows? Who knows? But you also got the 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 wheel. So probably the the, the motion seat is the next thing you're going to go for. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's great. And if you are, you know, whoever's in the chat still, like you see with Sebastian, just the gamepad, the dual science controller, it still works. Like if you don't have, the means to buy it, you know, you're not really, I mean, you are missing out a little, but I'm sure that this is still still a great experience. The first time I tried GT7 was just with the dual sense control, and I had so right. much fun. So I, I it, it st- still, I still have,
0: yeah. And also with the dual sense, it's not bad. Like extreme coxa, and the chat just says, I'm not actually pressing the X. I'm using the analog trigger for um, ah, acceleration, so okay, that's okay, okay too. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 That, no, that's that makes that's sense.
0: pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, Anyways. But- everybody has to play it and join the join the amortv gd7 challenge yeah you you could you could win 150 euros out of my pocket how good is that (laughs) and you could you could show it to the germans that you are faster right so (laughs) so go for it go for it we we need more us people to join so check it out let me quickly continue with my week and with with the other videos that i did before we can go to the topics. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I also made a video about um, five tips for the PSVR 2, like every um, self-respecting YouTuber has to do. (laughs) So for me, it was how to fix blurry PSVR 2. We're going to talk about this in a moment, right? About this, um, about this topic, if we think it's blurry or probably not, who knows? And uh, yeah, then I did another video about uh, PlayStation VR 2 versus Quest 2 and Pico 4. Which VR headset to buy? VR buying guide for beginners. Because beginners who have no idea about VR, who want to join now, I think that is the question that they are going to ask themselves. Should I go for the PSVR 2 if I already have the PlayStation 5? Or should I go for for the Quest 2, right? Or for the Pico 4 if they're in Europe. So in this video, I kind of um, tell them all the differences between the headsets and what they should go for. And honestly speaking there's like good points for and again against the PSVR 2 but also great points for the Quest 2 still right and also against it so it really depends on what is important for each person out of you. But yeah, I I really like the PSVR too, <laughs> so I, I I absolutely recommended it to them. Especially if they have a PlayStation Five, then in my opinion, it is kind of a no-brainer to go for it. Yeah, then I made. Um... I made a video about giving away a PlayStation VR 2, courtesy of your optician. So if you haven't joined that giveaway, do it. Because with these giveaways, actually, you have like a huge chance of winning it. It's totally better than the lottery. And even if that uh, landing page says like, okay, like uh, 20,000 tickets already have been used or something. Actually, behind that number... It's probably like 500 people who have joined, right? So if you join now, you have a probability of one to 500 or so to get that PlayStation VR2 if you go for all the tickets. So do it. You actually, it's a really good chance to win the PSVR2. So go for it. Yes, giving away PSVR2s here on MrTV. Really good. Yep. Then, other than that, um, I made another video um, about the AMVR versus versus the Geek. VR facial cover for the Pico 4, also something that you can check out if you enjoy the Pico 4. And other than that, yeah, I was playing GD7 and I was checking out the crystal and doing some videos for the Patreons.
1: That would be a nice comparison.
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. I will do that probably. Like, I was thinking probably I could do a through the lens video comparison between the between the Pico 4, uh, between not uh, between the PSVR 2 and the Crystal, that might be pretty cool. That might be pretty interesting, mm. yeah. You're right. So, that was that was my week. Yeah, that was my week
1: filled with a, stuff. A very eventful, very eventful, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. And uh, happy that we can talk about all this on the show. I love the show, <laughs> <laughs> it's good that I love my own shows in general. I, I it's like a little bit important. <laughs> it is quite important that you love the stuff that you do, and I'm in the lucky position that I really do the stuff that I like to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Other than that, <laughs> let's talk about our topics for today's show. So let me mm-hmm. um, share my screen probably, what and we, we could start have a, with. probably PSVR. Oh yeah, probably we can just talk about PSVR two for a bit longer before we go to the aces of thunder game that has been introduced mm. so in the in the time that we talked now in the first 26 minutes people already got the idea that we like it right so Tatiana, could you probably uh, like summarize your your thoughts about psvr2 now after having used it for i don't know what is it now 2 or 3 weeks or something like this
1: yeah Say that it's more like three weeks now. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) There are definitely, you know, pros and cons to it. And uh, the more people use it, the more people realize that it's not the all-in-one thing that will save the the, the VR field and will be the best thing ever. I think that the main mistake maybe that some of the creators did and the news outlets is they did overhype it just a little bit. Yep. And create some unrealistic okay. expectations for the people who have never tried VR before or who have tried right. high-end PC VR headsets. So um, we always tried to be careful with that, you know, the people who tried it before. Like I, you know, yeah, I was on the show. I talked about it so many times. I always told you that this is there are there are things that you will notice. It's this is not the highest quality that you can get there, but I'm happy to say that my initial kind of um, um, expectation that the games will be more important than the hardware flaws came true. I can spend hours and hours in this headset playing those games like Horizon and G T Seven, and I don't really care about Mura. I, I-, I can't set up my headset in a way that it's comfortable for me. I can set up the lights so that I don't lose tracking. So, um, and I absolutely love the non-fidgety process of connecting it and jumping in. This is my favorite thing. And it's probably the reason why I don't use even like PC VR so much, just because there's always something going on when I try to play it. Like something with the connection, something with the cable. and um, here is just the the you know the easiest way to to get that high quality gaming experience compared to PC VR. If I try to connect to my Quest, for example, a Quest Pro, and that is what's going to open doors to VR enthusiasts most because of how user friendly it is to get started and jump right in. So this, this is my kind of short thoughts about <laughs> this in the very very briefly. to be honest I haven't even made like I'm one of few people who haven't made my like peer peer to review yeah, uh, so yeah so because you know, it takes time and um, um, but but this is kind of the, the the general thoughts that I have about it. I I, I really love it um, but we can talk about more details if you want to jump more right. into more specifics later on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I also would totally agree to what you said. So I'm also one of the few people who hasn't made the official PSVR 2 review. But now I'm getting to a stage where I truly understand the device and what it brings to the table. And Mm. I, I would also agree with what you said. So, yes, it is probably not the best in terms of graphics and visual fidelity. For sure, no. Right. But it brings so much fun to the table. It's just yep. about this this fun part. I haven't had as much fun as I had in VR, like like with, with this device. And I've you heard know, this I'm... from
1: so many creators that for yeah. some reason, for some reason, so many creators are saying, "No, this is not the best the graphics. I've seen better." But for some reason, I, I I've never had so much. I don't remember having so much fun playing uh, games. Like it reignited my passion for VR, and you can hear that is it. From...
0: No, really, you, you you totally got it. This part, like reigniting the passion, like you know, I'm always kind of full with passion <laughs> in general, right? But it kind of it, it went a bit down over the last couple of years because it was mostly all of this, all of the same stuff, like Quest Two games, which is okay, right? But now s- suddenly there's something like Horizon, and it even first of all it looks totally. Great. Actually, the game does look great. I think it looks fantastic. It is one of the best looking games. And it the, the PlayStation VR 2, even though it doesn't have the best specs, it delivers where it wants to deliver, like with that mm-hmm. high brightness, with the colors, and then with that um, haptic feedback, which yeah. does make a huge difference, which does add so much, right? That rumble on your head, that mm-hmm. um, trigger, that force feedback trigger, and all that comes together and creates a package which I can just describe as fun, fun in VR, simply fun in VR. And that is going to be like the gist of the MRTV review that I will put out there one fine day. I will tell people, yes, get this device. It might not have the latest specs, but it's a fantastic compromise and it will bring jaw-dropping VR fun into your life. (laughs) you know that's that's it that's it and I will tell people about the shortcomings too for sure so for sure there's other headsets which don't have as much yeah Mura for sure right and uh, who have uh, not as much God rays because of um, pancake lenses and so on and so forth but being able to deliver this kind of package and igniting this kind of fun in someone like me who has seen it all and it's true (laughs) right I have truly seen them all that means something, so yep. yeah, I can I can truly wholeheartedly recommend it to people, and uh, I'm sure they will have an amazing time out there. Yeah, that's gonna be the gist of yeah. my review.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, uh, I did see people being uh, a little bit disappointed with that as a result of this overhype, where they did. Yeah, expect- okay, I, I get it. I totally get it same yep. images they saw like see on the screen but then again they probably haven't tried psvr one because that you know what you see there in vr is so different from what you see on the screen and uh, psvr2 is coming a lot closer to that right. image actually like yes. uh, you know when you play something like um horizon you know with those colors and it still looks amazing you if you've never seen anything like that before, then it is going to blow your mind. Like, I do believe will.
0: that. Even for us, it blew our mind when we were first in there and um, saw, saw that and, and felt that. So, yes. So, mm-hmm. and I also think it's about expectations. And I agree with you. If If I am a person who had never been in VR before, and then I hear from people <laughs> and they think it's just super, super amazing. And of course, you would f- probably feel like, Hey, 4K, so it should probably look like my 4K screen. And then they put it on and wow, the first thing they see is like some some text, some white text on the black background. Like this is how Sony introduces them. <laughs> and that is looks bad, right? It, it has god rays. It has chromatic aberrations, the text. So really bad first, first, second experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally I totally understand why would people would, would think like okay, that's not what I expected. It looks blurry. And in that moment, yeah. I get it. I, I get it when people say it looks blurry when they see it for the first time, right? That yeah. that white text on the black background and stuff. So therefore, it's important, I believe, to make these videos like hey, five tips. <laughs> To fix your blurry PSVR too. And like in my <laughs> video, for example, if people watch it, I will explain to them like, hey, this is supposed, this is not supposed to look like your 4K screen. We are not there yet. We are still in the early years of um of that of that technology, and it is going to look better in the future. But right now, you simply have to take care of things like getting the IPD right, being in the sweet spot. There is a sweet spot where everything will look better. Getting your eyes as close as possible to the lenses will help and so on and so forth. And yeah, then they will understand better.
1: There are even some like much simpler things that you can do that people simply forget, like cleaning the lenses, right? People forget to wipe their lenses. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. You're right. Like your eyelashes, your skin, like it's all there, you know, it's it's all sitting there after you imagine the lens has been so close to your eyes for two hours and you expect them to be crystal clear the next time you put on your headset no wipe your lenses before you put it on that should be the rule number one and exactly. uh obviously getting the right fit on your head that's you know that's something that people neglect and uh also bears importance so there are several components to it you know clean lenses right fit ipd eye tracking you miss one component, you don't get the perfect experience.
0: Absolutely. So, therefore, I think it's important to educate newcomers, make those videos that we do, and also talk about these things in a podcast like this. <laughs> so, if you podcast viewers out there know somebody of these new, new links <laughs> to VR, send them our, our, um, our podcast and tell them to watch it and listen to it because they might pick up some interesting new facts about <laughs> VR. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yep, so in general, I'm happy that the PSVR 2 is there and I'm happy about the new experiences that it will give, it, give us, like new games and all that good stuff that is going to come there. Yeah, so let's talk about mm-hmm. the new game that has been introduced. So let me just um, share with our viewers the um, the the road to vr article and we can go through it and then learn something about this game so here we go let me share this greetings to ben from road to vr love to use his website it's great for interesting news yeah aces of thunder so we are going to get a flight sim an action flight sim for psvr 2 and it's so sad that our own Steve, the VR flight <laughs> sim guy himself, is not here to talk about watching. it. And be
1: watching he'll be watching this wa- one, he'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So um, probably this can win him over to get a PlayStation VR too mm-hmm. because, well, he's into flight sims. And, Let's find out about this.
1: Yeah, he was Gai- already on the edge of that. So He was on the, he was on the edge. He
0: was totally on the edge, exactly. So Gaijin Entertainment, the studio behind combat simulator War Thunder, announced a new flight sim coming to PSVR 2 called Aces of Thunder. The online game is set to focus on World War II planes, such as the American fighter P-51 Mustang and British Spitfire. However, future add-ons are planned to bring combat aircraft from other eras Gaijin says it's set to feature competitive online battles, including modes like team versus team Wow, cool in the air.. How cool, how cool must this be right? Let like, just think about it like wow, um single duels yeah. and modes with custom settings
1: hmm. yeah'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 curious now about how how the controllers will work will will there be some kind of a accessory coming out to this like you know steering wheel for, a uh, racing sims, and some kind of a um, controller stick for for a flight sim. I mean, I'm, yeah, that's absolutely. That's the first question I have in my head, and I'm sure that's something Steve would ask too, because I don't <laughs> think he would want to play I'm, it with this.
0: I'm 100 sure. I'm 100 sure that these um, HOTAS flight sticks will work, like Squadrons, the uh-huh. the, the, the yeah. Star Wars flight sim. It also worked on the PlayStation VR One with this kind of cool oh, HOTAS oh, stick. Okay. So, okay. Yes. Okay. This is going to yeah, happen. This is going to yeah, happen for sure. So, Tiziana, one more thing to buy for you <laughs> next next to the steering wheel. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Actually, dollar, I, I dollar, made a video. Bill, yeah. bill. Just Ooh, spending thousands Spending. Thousands. I spending. I say, yeah, spending all that money. Yes,
1: we are, too. It's turning much more expensive than initially I thought it would be. Yeah,
0: spending oh all these dollars that we but earn that's here. But what you
1: need to get. You know, if, this, if it's the Sims that you're that you're into and you want to get the most I- realistic experience that that's what you have to get right i mean we were just talking yeah. about how much more immersion steering wheel brings to right
0: you. right and oh. and this this whole task it also brings lots of immersion and it's not so expensive there are quite good ones that yeah. that you can get for i think even under 100 euros like so that will be fine yep yeah.
1: mm-hmm. yeah. okay yeah okay. yeah Exactly. I have one. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try if it works with PSVR 2.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Um, what so else was that's... there in the article? Exactly. I, I
1: interrupted you. Sorry about that. I got excited. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, excited I didn't too. expect the <laughs> flight sim to, to to be releasing so soon. Like I knew that there would be one at some point, but um uh but I thought yeah, that, let me you know, let
0: me go. Let me keep on going through the article. So, um, here we go. The game is also set to include physically accurate flight and damage models derived from the leading War Thunder military action simulator game. Further enhance the believability of Aces of Thunder, the studio says in a press statement. Unlike the free to play War Thunder, the studio's upcoming VR Aerial Dogfighter is set to is set to be distributed on a paid model. Okay. Uh All aircraft that would be part of this game or its future add-ons will be available immediately upon purchase. And the players will be able to apply cosmetic items to customize their planes, the studio says in a press statement. Mm -hmm. The VR game okay, yeah, that makes sense. The VR game is said to be made specifically with capabilities of PlayStation VR 2 in mind. Okay, yeah. so we got nice. more head rumble, more head more rumble, coming. <laughs> more rumble coming on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Eye
1: tracking, maybe something with eye tracking that would be. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I think Although so. I don't, I think I don't so. know how that would work for the flight sim, but.
0: Oh well, if you well you when you look on your on your enemy on the enemy aircrafts, then you would directly log on to them, for example.
1: Oh oh yeah that would yeah. be cool. I don't know if that yeah. would do it, but that would be so cool if they did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let me keep on going here. Um, so that sounds interesting. Gaijin is developing Aces of Thunder with a new in-house team whose members have experience working on War Thunder, the studio says. There's no release date yet, so we'll be keeping our eyes ple- peeled on the game's website and social in the meantime. So that's that's cool that's really cool so let's have a look at the let's have a look at the trailer together and I haven't checked out the trailer yet so this is going to be truly my first time to watch it and mm-hmm. I'm excited about having next to now having the racing sim already now probably we're all going to become little steves now. <laughs> <laughs> little steves let's check it out together so here it comes <laughs> Oh, that looks pretty good. Dedicated flight sim. Oh. Okay, that, that looks that incredible. Looks, that looks pretty sweet, doesn't it? That, like, like... that
1: oh my god. Um so, okay, so if you're racing, you're kind of familiar with the feeling, right? Because you, you most of us have probably driven a car, but I don't yeah, think any of you have flown a plane. So if this sim is as realistic of a sim as GT7, oh and you're like you're on a plane, it's gonna freak me out. It's gonna be amazing. I, I can't wait to try it.
0: Actually, I have high hopes for this now. I mean, the trailer looks so nice, right? Uh, It seems like you are really in these dogfights. You see the enemies. You are in those uh, World War II planes. And then you have, like, online battles. So, yes, in GD7, it's great. We can race, right? And there's going to be a content creator race. I hope I can join them. They are doing this tomorrow. Um, But, like, okay, battling it out, like, in the air, like, two teams against each other online wow that seems to be pretty sweet
1: (laughs) yeah i I like how they go for the realism too like the colors were pretty dull and you know muted so they're going for this real sense of you know fighting world war ii oh it's gonna be cool i hope i hope it comes uh soon i don't i don't know if we have the release date yet but uh I will, will definitely keep an eye on that on that game because I, like I said, I wanted a flight sim there. I did not expect it would come. It would be coming so soon. Super right. surprised and, and happy about so, it.
0: Absolutely. So that was truly what was missing for all these flight simmers, like Steve. It, it felt like you know what they watched our podcast and they thought like, okay, we need to get this Steve guy. We need to get this guy. Let's get it out now. <laughs> and
1: they, I'm sure. I'm sure they released the game just to get him on board. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm looking forward to it. It might not be a flight sim. Yes, Jojo Mojo here in the in the chat. You're right. More than an arcade thing, but you know yeah. what? Me personally, I'm okay with that. It it looked it looked it looked really fun. It looked like a fun game to play, and the feeling of flying in VR absolutely is incredible and then yeah. adding in some cool action and dogfights yes please sign me up so that is then, uh, i'm excited about it
1: they still need to make it newbie friendly right if they throw in all kinds yeah, of right. complicated exactly you want to make there.
0: it exactly i think it's good you want to make it accessible so that's not going to be like um, x flight uh, or or whatever or like uh, maxo flight simulator no makes sense but that is fine. For me personally, that's totally fine. I just want to fly. I just want to have this feeling of flying and then some cool action. That is actually exactly what I like in VR. So yes. Yes. Really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So looking forward, forward to it. that. So oh, Steve, no excuses. If you listen to this podcast, it is time to get the PlayStation 5 and PSVR 2. So, and I'm pretty sure you will enjoy it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to our next topic. And yeah. let me just see if we also have here. We also have the road to VR article that we can talk about here. So the Quest Pro, the Quest Pro costed one thousand five hundred dollars before. I bought it for one thousand eight hundred euro. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it was even more expensive. I think one thousand eight hundred euros, and I had to. I had to. I had to drive Join. to France to get it. <laughs> that's crazy. That <laughs> was that yeah. was super crazy, and mm-hmm. yeah, that was probably the worst thousand eight hundred euro, uh, the worst investment. It's not a bad no. It's not a bad. It's not a bad headset, right? But thousand eight hundred euro, no, it's not worth that. And and a drive to France, but the drive to France and being in France for a night was still good. But thousand eight hundred euros for this, no. And the, thanks to Terry Blanchard for ten pounds. That's amazing. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you so much Thank you. for that. Um, so, um,
1: so fifteen hundred dollars was too much for you. You feel like yeah. that was too much for the headset that you got. One
0: thousand eight hundred euros. Yeah. Let me let's let's go through this. Let's go through this first the, the article, and then let's think about if it's worth it. So, Meta announced is lowering the price of the two hundred sixty five gigabyte version of Quest Two, as well as more enthusiast grade standalone Meta Quest Pro. So, okay. Blah, blah, blah. Not so important. Okay. Starting March 5th here. Starting March 5th, Meta is now again restructuring its Quest 2 pricing by bringing the 256 gigabyte Meta Quest 2 from its current price of 500 to 430. Okay. That's that's, that's that part. But here, Meta Quest Pro is also seeing a price reduction on March 5th, bringing it from its 1,500 launch price to $1,000. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how about the other areas? So the Quest Pro, the Quest 2 is going to be cheaper in other countries as well. And Quest Pro's price will take effect in US and Canada. And in March 15th in all of the other countries. Okay.
1: Uh, Okay. So we don't see the price drop in uh, Europe, I guess. Exactly. I haven't seen it
0: yet. But on March 15th, we're going to see that price drop also in the other countries, also in Germany and the other European countries. Okay, okay, yeah, so now let's talk about it. So indeed, indeed, I would definitely say I could not I could not recommend anyone to buy the Quest Pro for a price of 1800 who's just into playing games. We talked about this before, right? For people for developers who need the Quest Pro in order to, to develop that amazing mixed reality apps for the Quest 3, right? It makes so much sense. No, no, come on, right? Of course, you're using it to make money. So 1,800 euro or 1,500 dollars or whatever makes sense. But for those people yeah. who bought it, who, who wanted to buy it because they wanted better Quest 2 in order to play the current set of games with the Quest Pro and getting these better controllers. And getting better lenses and this kind of stuff, I don't think that thousand eight hundred euros is worth it. Absolutely, and I think you also had the same feelings about the U.S. dollar price, right?
1: Well, I think that's how they marketed this headset. They literally marketed it as the headset for productivity for developers. Exactly, you're right. Be creative. They, uh, you know, they never really put any emphasis on gaming whatsoever. You know, even during that. Um, private demo that i had in new york none of the apps that we were showed right. were fully immersive games all of them were mixed reality experiences They were geared either towards productivity or learning in vr or creating in vr so everything was um uh, kind of circulating around these new mixed reality features and things that people can do to improve their careers or their skills like djing app was kind of like a game but it was still learning uh figment xr is a as a game where you can kind of unleash your creativity um so yeah things like that It, it was it was never meant to be a gaming headset but i think that it was pretty obvious for everyone except for meta that gamers will be looking at that headset as a gaming headset and consequently you know they are the people who spend most money on hardware and if it's not you know the quality or the content doesn't match the price tag they're just not gonna buy it and somehow meta put all their eggs in one basket of vr devs and creators and it's just not enough i, I feel like it, it was just not enough demand for a headset like that so Probably the idea was that lowering the price would make it more attractive for gamers. And yeah. I think I think it's going to happen. There were still quite a few gamers who bought it for $1,500 because they wanted pancake lenses. They wanted the edge-to-edge clarity. They wanted full foveated rendering. So it still has some really nice features that a gaming headset should have. Um, but it, it was just not justified by the price. And uh, now i don't know <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's a lot it's a lot uh harder to make the decision now i mean it's a lot easier to give in and just buy it for a thousand dollars because not course. only do you get those specs you also get probably the biggest uh standalone yeah the biggest standalone gaming library available currently and then he has it
0: Right, but you can also get the same library with a quest too. That you perhaps have it, or if you don't have it, you can just go for it. Just, just getting back to the point that you made about that um, that Meta was targeting only the developers and all these people who who are creative and use it needed for productivity. I do think, actually, that even at $1,500 price point, Meta did indeed hope that lots of gamers will also pick it up. Those P- VR enthusiasts like, like you and me, right? That they simply hope that, okay, let them let them go and let them drive to France and get it because they really, really want it. But it turned out no. turned out absolutely no. And the device seems to be not picked up by those people at all and by very few people in general. Because they would not, obviously, they wouldn't go for such a dramatic price drop from thousand five hundred dollars to thousand dollars in such a short time, if this thing wouldn't be like just standing in the shelves and not being picked up. So I think it's a total disaster, first of all, in terms of um, sales numbers, the device, and it's just like now they are trying to do some kind of damage control by trying to get this out as soon as possible, because this device is going to be like um poison for them when the quest 3 is out because nobody's going to pick up the quest nobody's going to pick to pick up the quest pro if there's like a $500 quest 3 which obviously will be better than the quest pro
1: <laughs> but what's what's interesting is that, you know, this price drop was not just in Quest Pro, but on Quest 2 as well. So if they really yeah, just want to push margin, right? Quest Pro, they would only drop the price on Quest Pro. But if they're also dropping it for Quest 2, it means that sales are also dropping for that headset as well. Mm-hmm. And I do think that sure. it's not just HTC, you know, that released a very competitive um, headset. But of course, it is PSVR yeah. Two, of course. I mean, exactly, it's a better it's headset good. for gaming. A uh, PSTR2 is a better headset for gaming, um, uh, and you can get it three times cheaper if you have PS5 uh, uh, already. It's so five. it just doesn't make sense for anybody to buy. Quest Pro and now they are trying to make it at least a little bit more competitive because still this thing is portable, it's uh, light and uh, you can take it anywhere standalone games, PC VR games mods uh, side loaded content so it has a lot of flexibility but yeah, um, it's a
0: nice headset, great controllers I love the controllers still <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and I really like miss the edge to edge clarity that I can see here uh-huh. Compared yeah, to yeah, PSVR2, I do miss that. Yes. Like, yes, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. only, oh my goodness, if the image on PSVR2 was the same as on Quest, it would be like just the best headset in the world. But we do yeah. have compromises to make.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But still, one thing that I don't miss about the nice Quest Pro, again, I've mentioned it so many times, but I think I'm one of the only people who do it. Like the binocular overlap is not great on the on the Quest Pro. And for me, it totally yanks me out of the immersion to not have that binocular overlap. You know, when I look to the left, I just see it with my left eye, most of it. And when I look to the far right, I only see it with my right eye and the other eye sees the black Right. Yes. So it's the binocular overlap is really not good. So I that's why I'm not really into it, the Quest Pro, compared okay. to all my other headsets, I must say. So I don't hate the Quest Pro, but it's not a headset that I would choose for something. <laughs> so it's quite, yeah, it's quite
1: better at PSVR two, right? It, it yeah, looks it's kind like of much better. Almost yes,
0: it's the, the binocular really overlap nice. for the PSVR two is way better, and for me personally, that is that is kind of important. Yep. So the be- the big question now nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Would you um, tell people that it's worth it now? So obviously it's it's way better now than thousand five hundred dollars. But nine hundred ninety nine dollars is still like five hundred dollars more expensive than the Quest Two.
1: Um. Yeah, good question. Because <laughs> uh, I think because you're right. I think about it as a combination of uh, visuals and content. But then Quest Two also has a good content. So, uh oh my gosh! Uh, I think that. <laughs> I, wow. have a, I have, you have a, a disco you have a, tech
0: going in there. <laughs> yeah, a disco going on there. Nice. I
1: have. I mean, it's a disco VR. So what? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you, makes you need sense. need to have a little bit of disco. It's a reminder. Okay. Name. And that's <laughs> <Let's> uh, dance. <laughs> Let's do the jellyfish dance.
0: (laughs) Yeah, wow! I like it. So many things going on. Yeah. So for people who are watching this, listening to this podcast, you should also watch it. It's on MRTV. It's good. You would see lots of things going on here.
1: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to kind of because I, I gave it a little bit of thought, but probably not enough thought because it's you know I, I kind of have it. But so from my personal experience, I realized that I stopped. I don't remember last time I used Quest 2 since I got this thing. Okay,
0: okay. Even though I say that, oh,
1: it's not comfortable, oh, battery life is not so good, I still use this thing all the time. So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to say that it's not a good headset, but then I just use it all the time, especially since I bought um, this top strap, right? Just the Velcro strap on the top makes it so much better. It just uh, um, because now it can literally sit on my head and it doesn't press to my face. Right. And I also now got this. I want to use it more. Yep. You got that too. Yeah. So it's so yeah. simple, right? It just has some Velcro straps, Velcro like a uh, uh, connect- connector on both sides. Yours is different though. Yours I got, is I got,
0: even, yeah, I got even more stuff going on. Let me show that to you. So uh, I also <laughs> want to make a video. I want to make a video about it. Actually, this is from Tyco Tech. He's also a great creator. And he sells some cool things. So I have here now. I have a different um, pad for my for my forehead. So this oh, is it not, looks like
1: it's absorbing. Is, it's,
0: it's absorbing, and it's yeah. um, the area is bigger, so that gives me ah, that makes it way more that. comfortable. And love also, that. and also, I got them the middle strap going on here. So so it's it's way mm. better now. Actually, now the comfort is really good. Yep. But yeah. But you shouldn't. But it's said that we have to like mod it right to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it shouldn't be like that. Not for, <laughs> really not for that money. Like that. I don't know why you have to do this because um, it's so simple. Like, it's so easy. And full disclosure, I even use this thing on PSVR 2. <laughs>
0: oh, really? Well, for it that, works. I don't need it. Oh, really?
1: You know well, what? It looks um, like we're
0: so close together here now, right now. Hi, like, high five.
1: High five. for <laughs> <them>. <laughs> 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 So, surprisingly... Some people find it very uncomfortable, which is weird. The PSVR
0: 2? Oh, wow.
1: And I I can even drop a name. And it's a name that everybody here probably knows. Matt from BMF. Oh,
0: Matt from BMF, really?
1: He says he he cannot play it for longer than 30 seconds. He gets terrible headaches because what? of the, the fit on his head. Yes. Okay. And I recommended okay. him using this um or but he'll be looking for some mods so basically uh strangely enough some headsets you know that have the halo design or something or that sit you know without the top strap can still cause discomfort in some users. And uh I I don't really feel that much discomfort but um I find this cushion on the psvr2 so i don't it's in a different room um leaving a mark on my forehead because i have okay. sensitive skin so even if i don't like physically feel the pain or anything i remove it and i look in the mirror and go oh wow <laughs> you remember that video from from the you know when i was testing this <laughs> uh, um ever since i started using this it's just this mark is so much smaller even if i spend hours in vr so that's enough for <laughs> That's me good. Yeah. That. You
0: should consider to also get uh, some uh, replacement here for this part.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was talking about PSVR too. Oh,
0: like yeah. PS...
1: Look at this. If... It's so close. <laughs> is this again? Yeah. It's... Oh, no. my oh. head is... Your head is yeah, big. Yeah. Oh. Your head is big. You're like, look, how tiny. My head.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Fun. God, this is a fun yes. podcast. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> yeah. So essentially, I... With the clarity though, and the colors that are popping and uh, local yeah, the, dimming. Yeah, the colors are
0: great. Yes, it's great. The visuals but, but, are uh,
1: so much better.
0: Yeah, you're right. The visuals are better. But not many games are actually using the 4V the rendering and the local dimming, right? Because it's not on a driver level. Like the developers really have to actively, actively uh, implement it into their games. And why would they do it for like um, yeah. 20 people?
1: yeah that's a stupid decision to be honest i don't understand i mean i understand there's a little bit of taxation to the performance of the game when you enable that but is it really that much and why would any developer not want to enable that for their games that's something i don't understand
0: because nobody Um, has the the quest pro The, the number of people is just too small you know, that, okay, um, there's going to be like a few people who will say, oh, yes, this game looks now bla- darker and better, but it's not enough to um, to say hey it's worth but, it to, to spend so much but, time.
1: But look at how much publicity Dark ma- uh, Red Matter got after it received this upgrade. Like everybody was talking about, everybody was You're making right. content about it, even if someone doesn't have... Uh, Quest Pro if anything it puts the name on the radar of VR owners like I don't know that's just something easy to
0: do it would be cool it would be good you're right Mm -hmm. that would be nice but uh, in in the end the hard facts say that too few too few people have it to make enough noise to make people want make developers want to implement that stuff the good stuff that it definitely has
1: but but to answer your question yeah Personally, yes. I think it is worth it now. Okay. And uh, that is, you can derive it even from, like, either you want to compare it to HTC, the new HTC headset, um, if you want to compare the visual clarity of the games that you can play with it, if you want to compare it to, just like the two tethered hats like VR2, you know, you can take it anywhere. So that's the same benefit as Quest 2, but the visual clarity that comes with it. And still face tracking for social experiences is like a big deal. I've heard that there are more social games that are going to be supporting it. I think I think VR chat is working on the eye tracking, face tracking support for Quest Pro. Don't quote me on It'll that. I'll good. need to double check but I have, but there were rumors about that. So I I still have faith in it. Like I don't believe they're just gonna drop it as a failed experiment. I think that there will be more updates, more developers will be jumping on it. Hopefully with the price drop, more people will choose to get this more portable option. And that will uh, encourage more developers to do things with it. So um, it's definitely a much more attractive device now. And again, I. I use it all the time, <laughs> so yeah, right. I prefer. Like I, I, it's it's more comfortable now for me to wear than Quest Two, and uh, I can even drink coffee when I'm in some low uh, activity, um, some kind of social experiences that I don't have to move around a lot. Like for example, at SideQuest, we had our monthly staff meetings. We have it in VR. I can just tip a glass of water, or coffee, and and have full full uh, mobility in my own space
0: okay. just little yeah. things like that that make, that makes sense i also don't think it's a failure because it's just like one milestone on the way to the perfect headset like this introduced the great controllers the great new controllers that can track themselves this is definitely mm-hmm. like one big step forward and quest 3 is perhaps getting those i don't know that that would be amazing of course right but uh, it's just like one more milestone Ahead on our journey to get the perfect headset, so I also don't think this is a failure. And now, with the comfort mods, it is better than better now than before, and it has lots of good things still, for me. I come to a different conclusion though than you, and that's great actually because people can just, just find out for themselves what, what they think, which uh, part has more, which of us has the better arguments for them for their situation. So, I still have a tough time to recommend the Quest Pro to people out there who are looking for a standalone VR experience, since the point is, if they wait a bit longer, a few months longer, then they're going to get the Quest 3. And they will be unhappy to have spent $1,000 on the Quest Pro when the Quest 3 probably is going to be, probably going to cost $500, right? Probably not more than $500. It's going to have the next the next XR2 chipset in it, which is going to be like double as fast as the XR2 Plus in in this year, right? And that for uh, that's for less money. So it's mm-hmm. it's. I don't think I don't think people should buy this, <laughs> honestly speaking. It's not a bad yeah. headset. No, it's not a bad headset. But if you want to have this kind of a PC streaming experience, you can go for the Pico 4 if you're in Europe, and it's going to get you give you a better experience than the Quest Pro. And mm-hmm. if you are in the states, you can go for the Quest Two, which is like four hundred thirty dollars. And yes, it is not as good, but it's not five hundred dollars worse, you know, than the Quest it's, Pro.
1: I yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I, I see your PO- point here.
0: Yeah, I also um, see your point. Essentially,
1: Paul. when they were when they were introducing this headset, they said that it's a uh, it's the first headset in the new line. Of 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 like the, the new direction they're going. So they have a gaming line, which is Quest and Quest 2. And they have a more of a mixed reality productivity line, which is Quest yeah. Pro. So with that in mind, you know, we go back to this uh uh like notion that this is just not a hazard for gaming, and they never promoted any any games on it. And that's what gamers desperately want. So with that, I do agree with you, Quest. Three is going to be the new hazard in the line of gaming hazards from Meta, so it will make sense. But then, why are they dropping the price? Is it because the developers don't want to buy it either? I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't should, know. I truly think next to uh, next to VR YouTubers, not many people are picking up this thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 interesting because that competition is tougher for them now. We you know we started back like 2 3 years ago when Quest 2 was just starting and it was so uncontested. Everyone was making Quest 2 videos, everybody jumped on this new hot thing. And now there's love just me. so much going on then it's yeah. so much more difficult for them. I love it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's tru- so easy. <laughs> you know, I truly love it. I truly love it that there's tr- that there's real competition now. But because really honestly you can you can you can pay thousand dollars for the Quest Pro, or mm-hmm. you can get a PlayStation VR two and a PlayStation Five. Okay, not exactly, yeah. but a, a, in that ballpark. Come on, yep. you know you could play gd Seven and you could play Horizon Call of the Mountain. Yeah, but yeah, the only yeah. the it's only the, difference is
1: that games for PSVR two point. are more expensive. They are more expensive, and but yeah, one but, tri- because they are better yeah 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 but you don't have a choice you only have to buy those better games uh with the standalone headsets you have an option to get more free games free demos siloed content yeah. and just like experimental titles um so there's a more flexibility there and of course like game mods um so that's that's a big argument I see in the community that you know why would you buy a PlayStation VR two if you can't mod anything? Um, but mm, it's well, just
0: you it, can play GD seven just... and have just the best time of your life. Probably that might be the answer.
1: It's interesting how you know there are different groups of uh, people I know. who prefer different things. So I really don't see the point of there to be this kind of argument, which one is better. Obviously, they obviously cater to completely different groups of gamers. Yes,
0: that's why why also I said in my video about the PlayStation VR 2 against the Quest 2. I didn't say like, oh, yeah, Quest 2 sucks. No, the Quest 2 absolutely has its great uses, too, especially for beginners who don't want to buy a PlayStation 5. Right. To simply want to dab their toes into VR for the first time. In my video, I said, Mm -hmm. like, yes the quest 2 is doing that for you you can play beat saber perfectly all day long with it you can bring the headset to all places you know you can bring it over to a friend and show them vr it's great
1: yeah so yeah.
0: so really so it's this is not going to this is not going to be like a, like a, okay it's a or b and i i am on team a and uh, team b sucks no yeah, uh, i'm on team vr that... well i love it i'm on team vr who is on team vr <laughs> Please, hashtag yeah, TBR now. <laughs> I'm on. Unless, I'm truly on TBR. That's the point.
1: And let's not forget that one of the most attractive things about uh, you know VR for new people, uh, especially if they're not gamers, is fitness. And oh, yes. no matter how much you like PSV, PSVR 2, it's not a fitness headset. Like You don't really work out with it. I mean, you can be active in there and happen to work out if you play some... You know beat saber with it but uh i, I still think that standalone headsets beats beat it in, in that battle if you want fitness games if you want something just to to spruce up your workout routine then it's the standalone headsets that are uh, yeah, taking yes, over so that with sense. that
0: absolutely uh, i would not want have, to be active all...
1: i don't want to make my PS 2 all <laughs> sweaty and gross <laughs> i would rather You're right. i would rather... That was
0: also <laughs> <laughs> should I play? Um, should I play Les Mills Body Combat in that sacred PSVR two, or should I probably just use my Pico Four for it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> especially because there's more pads that you can kind of adjust to it. So again, that's uh, another argument for um, Team, VR, team rather VR, than Team yeah. Quest or Team.
0: Exactly. You know, no, no, really, absolutely. Something. Let's. We are Team VR. That's that's really the nice thing about this podcast. You know, really, it's about VR. It's not about okay. I am on this team uh, Meta, or, or I'm on team uh, what Pymax or on team whatever. No, no, no. We love all. We love everything in that in that kind of area that we can put on our heads. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> as long it's, as you don't work
1: good. for any of those companies and on the yeah, payroll right. with them, you don't have to yeah, right. be on team <laughs> team anything. Exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. We're not. Mm-hmm. That's that's a great thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So from from my from my honest um, point of view i still cannot really recommend the place the the pro the quest pro but it's it's like a good headset and i can understand it if people buy it for 1000 dollars you know I, I don't say if you buy this headset do you, you made a wrong decision no absolutely not it's a great headset it's a good headset right but I would not make that recommendation, the active recommendation, go for it now. Because simply I have the Quest 3 in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I, I see your point. I mean, it completely makes sense because if we only take today, right? Is it worth today? Then maybe yes, if you can afford it. But thinking yeah. for the future... If you can afford you know, it, yes, absolutely, go
0: for it. <laughs> right, yeah, yes.
1: I, that's that's a good point. And, uh, like if you shit dollars, how... go for it. <laughs> It's interesting how, with other companies, we kind of like, <laughs> oh, will they deliver though? What is it like? Oh, how can we, how can we trust this? But with Meta, everyone is like, it's just gonna be an awesome headset. Where, why do we need to buy anything now? Like, you don't even have a doubt in your mind that Quest Three is gonna flop or that something's not gonna go. I'm, I'm telling right you, like,
0: I'm like super confident that Quest Three is going to blow us away. I truly, you know, like, I'm, you know how much I was like team anti-Quest 2 right? when when all of other YouTubers totally hyped it and, and like it was good for their channels, right? And it's great for them. But I, I still, I just didn't like this forced Facebook login. But the, the device itself is so good. I must really admit it. It's still good. Still now I can put it on. And I think like, okay, yeah, this is like a two-year-old headset and it's still so good. Like in, for Quest Three, come on, they're going to they're going to put like the same amazing lenses into into it like the, from the Quest Pro. The lenses are amazing. They're going to have like a high definition displays in it, like two thousand two hundred by something, right? That is uh, that is higher than the than the PSVR two, right? And will, will probably look amazing. And they probably going to have local dimming too. And then they have good great pass through. Which which will be will look better than the pass through in the Quest Pro. And they have the next uh the next Qualcomm chipset, which is like double as powerful as the XR two. Okay. How can that not become an amazing headset if it's going to cost five hundred dollars or even a bit cheaper, so, like four hundred forty nine dollars? So, if, so if yeah. Has,
1: okay. If okay. It, has okay. it has all Quest three hype
0: starts now. <laughs>
1: no if it has all those things that quest pro has how can it be like four hundred dollars
0: okay probably five hundred (laughs) dollars okay
1: i think and that would be the best decision for them if they drop their focus on mixed reality i am a strong advocate of fully immersive gaming as being the top priority for gaming headsets because you don't freaking need mix, like top-notch camera you know iphone camera quality mixed reality if it's a vr gaming headset look at psvr2 they have mixed uh yeah, you know pass through to, to set up your guardian and it's a great yeah, mixed reality i mean uh, pass through
0: yeah, but it's, it's black and white
1: you know yeah it better. A, you're right so, I would be completely fine if their if their pass-through is well, I, get it. <laughs> I don't know. Now now I'm spoiled. Uh, if their pass-through is adequate. Okay.
0: Um,
1: but it's 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 the local dimming and you know the quality of that and the resolution and things that make the actual VR gaming experience better that they need to focus on if they want this hazard to succeed.
0: Right. But you know, you know what? There's still a difference between Sony and Meta. So for Sony, it's crystal clear they are about gaming, gaming and gaming. And it's beautiful that they have this focus, right? Because that's probably why we enjoy it so much. You know, it's about gaming, but Meta actually they are not just a gaming company, not at all. They want the whole thing. They want the next game, the next platform. They want to own the next computing platform, right? They want to own spatial computing. They they do not want to make the same mistake that they did with mobile. They missed the mobile train, right? They don't have a phone. They they cannot, they're not in control of apps like Google is with Android and and Apple is with, with the iPhone. So they want to make the next computing platform. They have a completely different goal than Sony. Sony is here to entertain us, which is amazing. But Meta, they have that huge lofty goal of making the next spatial computing platform. And therefore they need to introduce that mixed reality stuff right now, because their actual goal is to make glasses like that one that I'm wearing right now that can overlay our world with advertisements, so they can make lots of money. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It makes so much... that actually also, obviously, that's also what Google wants to do. That's the end game, right? Giving us mm-hmm. the glasses where they can see our environment and then directly put ads everywhere. <laughs> like <laughs> when it makes sense, of course, right? So for them and for us as well. And we will love it. And that's what Meta is looking for. And therefore, the Quest 3 and all the headsets, they must start with that. They must start with that nice um, pass through. So if you, that's the point, I agree with you, uh, Tatiana. I but... also would pro- would prefer that thing that completely focuses on that gaming. But we also have to understand what they want on the long term, and that's why the mixed reality makes sense.
1: But okay, but they will have to drop something. Right, like you agree yeah. that they will have to drop the controllers. It's the controllers,
0: I think the controllers, because the controllers themselves, those nice controllers from the Quest Pro, they alone cost three hundred fifty dollars, right? So if they put them into that headset for like five hundred dollars, it wouldn't make sense. So I do think it will have the Quest, some kind of Quest two ish controllers, the Quest three. What do you think?
1: But they could, but then they could just sell a budget edition of this. With simpler controllers, they don't have to come up with a brand new headset.
0: Yeah, but, well, we need that uh, sexy um, XR3 <laughs> in the <that> device, right?
1: <laughs> right. Um, well, I have a suspicion that it could be either eye tracking or face tracking that could also go. If they're yeah, not yeah, really yeah, agree, utilizing it for games. Um, right, eye tracking. Why like, have it, I don't want yes, really see yes. people using it right now. And it's right. probably like a really advanced technology that's also taking a lot of their resources. So I don't, I probably eye tracking will go.
0: Yeah, probably eye tracking will go. Like from, from the leaks, there was no eye tracking
1: mm-hmm. in those
0: Quest 3 um, devices that we saw there. So then it would make sense that it also goes. Yeah, well, eye tracking is amazing for forwarded rendering. We see it in the PSVR 2, but if the XR3 doesn't really need it, and if, anyways, the new Quest 3 games. They need to be compatible with Quest Two for a while, just like Quest Two needed to be compatible with Quest One for a while. Then probably we don't need that forwarded rendering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's Exciting
1: see. year ahead of us though. Like, well, so many things are coming up. It's so great. Oh yeah,
0: it's it's good and um, yeah. So I'm I'm truly excited for the Quest Three, starting from now. <laughs> <laughs> officially started from now oh, so
1: we have not even jumped off the PSVR2 train you're already excited about no i'm i I'm, 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 no, no 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 don't get me wrong i'm totally I'm,
0: I'm i don't know, i'm totally implanted on that um PSVR2 train i love it you know I, I i will keep on covering it i will do more uh, more gaming and stuff with it I, I really love it it's it's great so i will stay on that mm-hmm. PSVR2 train even when the quest 3 comes out i will totally cover both i'm you know, Team VR. We are here on Team VR. So
1: I Team love it. VR. I love
0: hashtag Team VR. Hashtag Team VR. Team I'm going VR. to put that more into my into my <laughs> Twitter now. I by like the way, that. by by the way, Steve, the VR Flatson guy. If you are listening to this, why don't you have a Twitter account yet? Like you know, he still it's doesn't have a it's like he's off totally grid. off the grid. Like um, I can write him a postcard or something.
1: <laughs> Telegram.
0: <laughs> with a hashtag. You know, it's like he should he should totally join this whole Twitter thing. It's Didn't not so he say new like
1: a year ago that, that he was gonna make one?
0: <laughs> I don't what know. Happened I don't to know. That? <laughs> no, he's he thinks that like, it's too much. He already is using that crazy Discord thing. So <laughs> so
1: <laughs> ah, too much for an old man.
0: It's it's useful. I I must say I think this Twitter is quite nice. Yeah, at Mixed Reality TV if you want to follow me, and at Disco VR, right? Is it yours?
1: Disco VR, Tatiana.
0: Disco VR, Tatiana. Exactly. So totally <laughs> try that out, and you can directly talk with us. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, anywhere, no matter where you are in the world. <laughs> wow, this internet thing, great. Yeah. So, yep, that is. Uh, Quest 3 we didn't even plan to talk about it but it makes sense when talking about the Quest Pro right to mention that yeah very soon there's going to be the Quest 3 later this year and all of us are going to buy it I know it already
1: yeah you're going to extend your shelf we're going to extend the shelf Uh, for all the headsets
0: of course of course we will of course yeah let's see that's going to be exciting Yeah, let's go to our next and last topic, which is PyMax. So yeah, that's quite a few interesting PyMax things to talk about. It so let's start with this Road to VR article. PyMax aims to attract the VR devs with hundred percent revenue share and a hundred thousand k game fund. So that sounds interesting, right? The hundred percent revenue share, because normally when developers put their games on the Meta Store or any other store, normally 30% tax directly goes to Meta or to Steam or whatever. So Hmm. users of Pimax Wide Field of View um, headsets have always relied upon third-party stores like SteamVR for content. Correct. Now the company is looking to incentivize VR developers to publish their games on the new Pimax store. Makes sense because, well, this year, the Pimax Crystal. It is also a standalone headset, and well, they are building their store right now. So, mm. Pimax quietly launched its PC VR contest on September, and uh, that was for preparation of the reality headsets and the standalone Pimax Crystal, which I just showed you. And we're going to talk about it. we're going to talk about it a bit more in this in this show. At the time, the company kicked off its store by advertising a program that would award its top 50 indie developers with cash incentives, along with choose your own approach to revenue split for those top 50, which would let those developers determine how much you would like to contribute to the store's success and what proportion you need for your own success. Interesting, very interesting kind of model. So How's following work, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, ask
1: their developers how how much they will be willing to <laughs> split. That's, yeah. Right. Right. Okay, that's here. that's
0: interesting, but um, yeah, let's let's keep on going because it, some stuff has changed now. Following a thirty million Series C one funding round, congratulations, PyMax. That's cool. Announced earlier this month, the Beijing based VR headset company. Sorry, Ben. They are not Beijing based. They are Shanghai based. So that's something. That Ben should change in his article um, wow. has upped the ante by announcing a hundred percent developer revenue split of PyMIX Store content. So that is really interesting, actually. So for developers mm-hmm. who bring their games onto the PyMIX Store, they can keep hundred percent of the revenues. Wow. For what? contrast, Valve Valve takes a thirty percent revenue cut from Steam, while Meta takes thirty percent from the Quest Store. And forty-seven point five percent published through its own Ho- on Horizon Worlds platform. That is so terrible! Oh my goodness, that is so bad. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, and also there's going to be a hundred k fund for the stimulation of VR games. It's giving away thousand Pyramix Portal dev kits. Uh, okay, blah blah blah. Well, okay, it's nice. yeah. yeah like so let's had talk the- about it.
1: So they had the, the thirty million series, uh, founding round. I think that's that's what made them so generous then, because that that yeah. was not their that was not the direction they were going. I know they were yeah, not right. going for, they were going yeah. for probably the same, if not higher, cut than Steam. And mm-hmm. now they're changing it to a hundred percent revenue split. So they're really Good. putting all their all their bets yeah, they, to to give freedom and money. Through the devs, hoping that they will make money off of it later, because they will be changing it. It must be a limited, limited time deal for developers. Like it can't be forever. Maybe for a year or something.
0: Right. It it can't be forever. That makes sense. But right now, I believe it makes 100% sense because they really, really need all those games that are on the Pico 4 store, for example. Like Pico 4, Pico did such a good job on getting all the developers onto their platform, right? It's the same. Yes, they're working on it, of course. And it's the same kind of um, challenge that HTC has right now with the XR Elite store. Like uh, they also need to make it full. So that it's interesting for people to buy things there and yeah. they don't have that right so Pymax is is trying something here they're trying to make it as attractive as possible for vr de- developers to get their games out of the store it makes sense i think it's <laughs> it's a good it's a good it's a good choice to do that
1: but do you find it a just a little bit odd how much how much, how many resources they're putting towards the standalone store and standalone capabilities? Well, yeah. we all know perfectly well that people are not going to be buying this headset for their standalone games, it's yeah, not a for headset sure not. Or standalone. I mean, it's you right. it's heavy, and it, with its visual um, uh, fidelity, you have to play games like Flight Sim, like Elite Dangerous, yeah. like but, you know, agreed, super demanding agreed, but- games.
0: You're right, but we should not forget this device here, the Portal. Because mm-hmm. the Portal, it is a 2D gaming headset like Switch, but here, this part here, you can make it a VR headset. You can make it a standalone headset. And it would not be attractive if there would be no games in it. Right? So, yeah, it makes sense. So, you know, like, I totally agree with you on on the point. Like, like okay, I, I don't think people who buy... The Palm is Crystal for what is it like thousand six hundred dollars or what? They don't want they don't want to play I don't know some uh, mobile games no. But people who buy the Portal that might be a completely different story, you know they want yeah. to have standalone games they want to have uh, walkabout mini golf. Heck, probably mm-hmm. I would like to have walkabout mini golf on the Crystal if I want to use it as a standalone headset, you know. So yeah.
1: Okay, I yeah, mean, I yeah. guess they try to do as much as they can with the tags that they. Are. I mean, if the technology is already there, so why not take advantage of it, right? I guess that's it. Portal is still like a wild card for me. Portal is something yeah. they're hyping up so much, but it's not something that we have had very good experience with yet. Uh, and yet they try to convince us that it's going very well, and they are they are going to be like the best Android handheld. On the markets, which I hope they succeed in that, it's it is taking quite a bit of time.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yep, yeah, um, I think it's a good move. Obviously, it's it must be time limited, but you know what? Even if they didn't do it, and if they would still get thirty percent from the developers, actually, it wouldn't make. It doesn't make a difference because how many people actually have a portal? Like zero right now. There will be people who have a portal, of course, but then how many people really have a have a crystal or will have a crystal? that will actually buy those standalone games. So even if they would take fifty percent from the developers, it would what would it? What kind of difference would it make? Like zero. Like how much money are they made? Would they make with the store? They they would need like. Um, millions of customers like on quest for this kind of thing to mean something to mean something mm-hmm. really important right even now they're saying okay you get hundred percent how many how many people will really will really buy games on that Pimax store not many yeah and, and right? it so, would make
1: harder yeah. to get devs on it so that would be a lose lose
0: yeah right exactly so it makes so much sense it makes absolute sense for them to to come out with that okay you can take hundred percent just want to kick this off. Why not? Mm. Good idea. Yeah. So, have you
1: watched the, okay. the videos on the PyMEX uh, YouTube channel with like the, mm-hmm. uh, their own unboxing and stuff? There are people in the chat who yeah. say that it's like <laughs> the most embarrassing. Uh, uh, unboxing it, it, I video don't, like I really that.
0: don't think PyMEX is doing themselves a favor. It was, no, also, yeah. also, there's like a through the lens comparison between the, the Pico 4, uh, between the PSVR 2 and the Crystal. And I just looked at like one one moment of it and like the PSVR two looks like completely sh- shitty. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and the crystal looks super nice. But the, come on. Like check out my PSVR two through the lens video. How how it can look. Like yeah, it can look really good. So Pymex is not doing themselves a favor with these bad and, videos, in my opinion. And look how- what do you And think? look,
1: I'm still, I'm still waiting on my mix. Like I've received multiple confirmations that I will be receiving it, but I still don't have it. And it yeah. bedazzles me that they would rather put out those extremely poor quality videos than send me the headset and actually do a good job showcasing, showcasing this yeah. device because you know, I've done it in the past and uh, the reception has been great. And I agree with you, they're not doing themselves any service. By no, putting it started. other than just create creating the buzz so that people talk about it because you see people talk about it, and uh, yeah, if they but think not that in the no, best ways, yeah. If they think that all publicity is good publicity, like, but, but no, no, know? I don't, I, I don't not, subscribe that's to that's this for your headsets, no, not that's for your headsets, no, case no, no. Here, no, yeah, no,
0: so so they they shouldn't do it. I know,
1: <sighs> well, let's yeah. hope people will forget about it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after exactly. after more headsets come. Yeah in the wild but i'm i'm still waiting i'm i'm still yeah. waiting but there's um, there's
0: going there's going to be obviously there's going to be more coverage from uh, from trusted uh, from trusted um yeah. channels like mrtv like obviously i'm i'm having it right i didn't i didn't really have lots of time to go for it yeah let me let me tell talk a bit about this now about the situation yeah. about the about the PyMex crystal situation on MRTV. So yes, there will obviously be way more content about it. Unfortunately, I'm I'm not here in the best condition to check it out because I'm here in Taiwan right now and not in my studio in Germany where I have like a beefy PC. Here I only have a mobile um, 3080 in a laptop, which is not really good enough to to really check out this device. This device is so beefy with this 2880 by 2880 resolution per eye that the laptop is simply underpowered. It is super underpowered for that. And it would do nobody good if I used that laptop in order to make a final review on it, right? So no, that's simply not good enough. Therefore, I didn't really yeah make lots of content with it also i was um. doing lots of wedding related things <laughs> so no exactly but still but still i did check it out obviously i checked out what i could check out on on um, on that laptop and i did lots of videos on my patreon about it and uh, for people who want to see all that good stuff on my Patreon. I can absolutely recommend you to go there. (laughs) MRTVElite.com will set you back $5, and it's so worth it, in my opinion. And then you can already check my direct first reactions on the crystal. But I'm going to do a public video. I'm looking forward... Actually, I was looking at it to do it tomorrow. I still have one day left. But then, and I'm not sure if everybody knew that, I'm going to go to China. I'm going to China to... Actually meet Pimax in Shanghai, in their office. The first time that I'm there, and at the Pimax office, obviously there's going to be a 4090 beast PC that I can use to check out the latest version of the headset. This headset that I have here, it is from the CES batch. So so yeah, they they went to CES with these batches. This this is the headset uh, from the same from from a batch similar, similar to this. So this is the headset that I and Voodoo Thomas, another um, German content creator, got. So in in Shanghai, next week, I will be able to check out the latest version of this headset. And there's some even some differences to this headset. Like, for example, they have a new lens, which has a wider FOV than the one that I'm getting here. So actually, I already enjoyed this FOV. It is it is bigger than the, the, the normal headsets that we're using like Quest Pro and Quest 2, right? But it it's not as big as as the the the, Pimex, the old Pimix headsets. 8Kx right? 8KX exactly. But honestly, like for me, I really for me I think this is good. Some something like index, you know? But something like index, but with a really amazing crystal clear picture. I like it. I personally like it, and I think it's great. But I also know that there's quite a few um, Pimax fans out there who want to have that super huge FOV. And how is the situation for you, Tatiana? What are your thoughts on on that FOV thing? Is is it enough for you, like it is here? You also have looked through it. At totally. The show. Oh yeah, I've yeah. I've checked oh, it multiple yeah, right? times. Oh, yeah.
1: I've checked it during the roadshow first when it was not like completely ready. Then I checked it at CES 2023 in Las Vegas when it was more ready. Okay, <laughs> so it's still okay. not completely ready. And I and I have, you know, like I said, I have multiple confirmation that they will send it to me. I still haven't received it. They went ahead and shipped it to the only two content creators, which is you and Voodoo. And um, um, at, at yeah. least based on what they said, I should be the third content creator to receive it. Okay, cool. You guys. Right. Uh, I don't know what the holdup is, but anyway, out of my <laughs> control, I'm bugging them. <laughs> you know, I can do. I can all tell. I can, I can tell bugging.
0: by this conversation. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and uh, but I, I I did like the FOV is something that hasn't changed since I tried it at the road show, and I like I was just raving on and on and on about it because. Even though it's smaller than 8KX, I enjoyed it more than 8KX because it had no distortions at the end. That's edges. the point.
0: It's so <laughs> that's like, the like point. it's so. Yeah, that's really, that's really, I like it's it. so, so, that's, so good. That's the point for me, too. I really enjoy it. <laughs> Because it's like it, if you're coming from if you're coming from the Vario Aero, for example, it's going to be a revelation. Like like the the vertical FOV the is nearly it's, it's it's nearly the full human vision field of view. You Depending
1: know? on your IPD or or your eye set, it, it could be full yes. vision. I mean it's kind of weird yeah. because I can see just a little bit at the top, and I absolutely cannot see the edge at the bottom. So it's right. It's super wide and. Uh, And uh, um, yeah, maybe some of you have watched my Roadshow video, but if you haven't, what impressed me most is that they had Pimax Crystal, Pimax AKX, Quest Pro, and Vario Aero in the same room, which means that they were not afraid to have you put them on one after another and compare it. I mean, what other company would do that if they had some kind of fears that you're that has right. it underperforms, and I tried uh, them all, and especially you Novario know, Air, which is like the king of clarity. And indeed, the clarity was just as good on Crystal as on Novario Air, uh, which Absolutely. is amazing because it's cheaper. But the FOV, like it's yeah, like you're it's like... staring at something like through through a little uh, little little square. In era you cannot go back to smaller FOV, even if the clarity is so good. If you've tried uh, crystal, so I Agreed. was oh. starstruck by that clarity, and I'm really looking forward to playing with it because I have my 3090 right here. Yeah,
0: that's going uh, <laughs> to do a good job, I think.
1: Yeah, so I'll be I'll be very excited to try all kinds of games with it. Um, Yeah, yeah. assuming so that also... all the issues are fixed.
0: Yeah, so I also. Absolutely enjoy the FOV that it already gives us, right? And well, they told me that in Shanghai next week when I try it out, they even have like a new version where they put your face closer to the lenses by a different um, facial gasket. And they have special lenses, which will give you like 10% more field of view horizontally. Okay, let me try that out. So here on my laptop, actually I had to put down like the super sampling or the, the resolution to only thirty percent to make it run on my laptop and still then it looked so good still with that resolution, it still looked really, really mm-hmm. good. so yes, in terms of in terms of the in terms of the panel, that is truly a nice device oh so, uh, yeah. And
1: I- and I wonder, I don't know if your headset have that. Uh, when I was at CES, they added a the little switch. They could turn on and off local dimming.
0: Oh, no, and, no. This one, uh, I don't have
1: it. So the local dimming, right? <laughs> I'm sure everybody knows here. I- I'm used to, like, every time I mention something, I explain what it is on my channel because mm-hmm. I have lots you of people. Know. I don't have to do it here. So they had the little switch that they would show people what difference it makes when uh, when it's actually turned on and you don't even have to compare it to hats like Vario Air that doesn't have local dimming. Uh, you can just see how those um, kind of grayish, brownish black turns into right. pitch black. And it's so, so cool, especially for games that feature these high contrasts. Like, uh, I think it was uh, my favorite game to try with it was Elite Dangerous because you start in that cockpit that has little Little diagrams and some kind of uh, um, uh, like things in the in the in the space because it's all black, but there are stars and there are holograms in front of you that are shining, and you can see those blacks contrasting with all those colors, with incredible clarity too. Like you don't see pixels yeah. and you don't see those little lines blend in together. It's, it was the best thing ever. And people, people kind of accuse me of just overhyping it. Uh, uh, some even said that I was sponsored to say all the nice things. But I'm telling you, that is the best visual clarity I've seen in my life in VR. And uh, especially when I, yeah. you know, after seeing that, I had to comment on the imperfections of PSVR 2 because I've just yeah, tried the best VR course. ever. Um, yeah, so it, it's not the same, but yeah, it's exciting times. It's right, exciting absolutely. Times for Team VR. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, but um, unfortunately, not everything is there yet. And you have not seen everything in, in on the roadshow. So it might, if you ha- really have it, and if you really can try everything, then uh, you will see some other things. And I will totally talk about this in my video tomorrow about it. But not everything is perfect, and things are not. Some things are simply not working yet. This is not ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think okay. this much I can. This much I can say already. Like, yeah. um, so like the standalone mode is not working at all right oh, now. Oh no, example. standalone
1: mode. I never tried then, that one either. Right, That's right, why I'm so right. skeptical. So I about it. have
0: no idea about it. Then also. Also, like the eye tracking is not working, so I couldn't try that part. So that's also yeah. why I cannot I cannot make a review of this headset simply oh, because goodness. it's not because it's not ready at all. It's super not ready oh, at all. I
1: can't believe it. I mean, I absolutely can't believe it because that was the main question. They're so optimistic about their timelines every single time. It's like. It will be ready in two three weeks. <laughs> two three weeks we will do everything. Everything yeah, so will easy. be perfect. That's so the point. Can't. That's the point of
0: PyMex. They you they can't. really need to stop overpromising. You know, the device mm-hmm. is really nice. The device is really nice, but like if you if you look at how they introduced it with that video, like showing, like, oh, you don't need to make any compromises as a Pymexian. Like, wow, it's like you, you totally get everything with it. Your expectations, you will—they you can, can just be disappointed, right? Because oh, they said yeah. like, "Okay, super nice FOV, 125 um, horizontal FOV," like, no, no, no. It is a good FOV. It is an FOV that is bigger than other headsets, and mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm super happy with that. You know, I, just before this, just before we went live, I was in the headset actually for for another hour, but it's not 125 degrees so instead of like over promising and therefore under delivering why not just say hey this is a really nice headset it can do like i don't know 100 105 or 110 degrees horizontally which is still bigger than quest 2 and such and but it has a super high it has a super um, great uh, visual clarity and it has a, the same or better visual clarity like uh, like crystal but at a way bigger fov like okay <laughs> like sign me up yes you know
1: yeah and then they could be revealing new features as like little surprises instead of reveal everything and then not deliver yeah. on half of those things which is a lot more disappointing than exactly. not talking about yeah. them at all yeah i completely agree
0: anyways exactly but anyway let me talk a bit about the headset something i will obviously um in my in my preview not review that perhaps most probably I will do tomorrow. Um, I will obviously talk about everything that I found out in my time with this device with that uh, yeah, not final um, software and hardware, and I will tell people, but you know I let, let me give you some interesting parts, positive, but also some things which are a bit uh, yeah negative. So let me just go ahead with that. So I was so surprised about this year. Let me. Let me put that here a bit bigger. Here. This is a controller, right?
1: Yeah, that's a Quest <laughs> 2 yeah. controller. Yeah,
0: exactly. Ex- exactly. I mean, quest,
1: quest controller.
0: No, no. Yeah, right, right. No, no, this is actually, this is the controller of the PyMix Crystal, right? Mm-hmm. And just yeah. like yeah. you, just like you, I thought like, OK, this is just a copy. This is just. A, a, a complete copy of the Quest Two controller, right? That's what we all it, thought.
1: It uses the same. I mean, it. They, I know that they've been changing it a little. I mean, you re, know what? Rewiring it.
0: Okay, now for this is going to be like a world premiere. Like I told, I told my Patreons on on Patreon, right? What I found out, I found out that this controller has full capacitive finger tracking for every single finger. So mm-hmm. even here, even the pinky, even if you do this here, this will be, yep. this will be sensed by this controller. And actually oh, okay. this is better. This is better than the the Oculus Touch controller. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying, I was so surprised. So I was in, I was in um, Half-Life Alex. you know, just... Mm-hmm. Doing things mm-hmm. and trying to take some things and yeah, suddenly all of the fingers were moving and like what? And you know, like <laughs> it's, it's like what? Just like just like on index, the same thing. So you do okay, you, you so... don't even, even have to touch it. It's like when you get closer to when you get okay. close to this here, already the finger will move.
1: So they were probably trying to Deter people from buying uh, index controllers then, because I think finger yeah. tracking is like the main thing people want, and that's why they yeah. want to be using it. Uh, and you know interesting, what? Interesting, interesting, yeah.
0: Th- that is super interesting, and that is probably super interesting for people who love something like VR chat. You know, where where you can you want to do these kind of things like flipping a finger or whatever. So at least they, they exactly <laughs> like 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 Palm Surf just did it, right? just said it. They totally overdelivered on the controller. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like they under they underpromised on the controller. They didn't say anything about it, but at least this is one thing where they totally overdelivered. This has full capacitive finger tracking for all your fingers. Oh my god, I was it was
1: cool.
0: that was so funny to find out.
1: But how's the actual tracking though? Like the actual yeah, tracking, it's, have you tried? It's, like, the, of course, the
0: tr- yeah, of course, it's it's good. It's honestly better than I would have expected. Like, I have expected mm-hmm. I expected bad tracking for some reason. I don't know why. Probably because of the talk that we had here before when we talked with Martin, and he said like, okay, they have to they had to improve on on the on the standard Qualcomm tracking. But I didn't have problems with it, okay. so. I was playing all these games and it was fine. It was absolutely fine.
1: All yeah. right, uh, that's good to know because I uh, the last time I tried it was when they let me try the uh, Beat Saber on like expert, which is the ultimate test for a controller. Track. Yeah, of course. And I did not finish uh, okay. that round. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't it play.
0: A, I didn't play it on expert. That's true. That's something that I should probably try. But uh, <laughs> uh, even with the, even with index controllers, I will lose at expert. <laughs> so probably I have to no, find something like-
1: else. <laughs> But it's hard to tell if the tracking is perfect if you just play regular games, especially if it's like I don't know, a flight sim where you don't need to move your controllers very quickly. But um, yeah. something like a rhythm-based game, fast paced right. that's where you really see it. Yeah, so yeah, I'm right. curious if...
0: they makes sense.
1: If they had time to add finger tracking, I assume that they would have to fix the regular <laughs> tracking first before they yeah. added something like finger tracking. So right. I'll, I'll right, be happy right. to try it.
0: Right. Yep, so so that was a there was a good surprise. And also, yeah, like the yeah, the, like like what we have found out already, the, the resolution and stuff, it's it's amazing. It must be incredible with a 4090 or even with your 3090. Like mm-hmm. I said, like even putting it down to 30 percent, um, the resolution, it still looked really good. So I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. however, there are also some things that I found out which I didn't like. And uh, let me also tell you already about it. So this is why wow, this is a really good podcast, right? People who listen to it, they find out about things first. Yes, yeah, first, first of all, that audio here. You know, let me go. Let me go here again. Let me make it bigger. That audio here, that solution here, that it's supposed to be something like Quest or Quest Pro, and that sounds really bad. In my opinion, that sounds not good enough. You know, like mm-hmm. yes, you you can totally exchange it for for the D mass for other um, headphones, the, the ones that come with the 8K X, and that probably you should do. And for people who pre-order the device, they will get it for free. But in my opinion, if they don't if they don't manage to improve those or this audio, then this is not good enough for that price. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That is something that they have to change. Anyways, they told me already, okay, I should try it next week in Shanghai because they have obviously improved upon it, upon it. So that's something that I'm looking forward to. Yes. that is What,
1: uh, yeah. what about microphone? Have you tried?: Yeah, that?
0: microphone is fine. Microphone is okay. No microphone popping. is too, No, it's okay. It's', well, like it's, it's fine. No, no, no better than Quest Pro. <laughs>
1: no problem. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. You're <laughs> it's right. It's a low mark. It's a, it's a,
0: yeah. That is, not a, hard
1: to be no, better than that, Quest Pro. That should, it's pretty terrible.
0: Yeah. So, so that's, that's one thing that's, in my opinion, DMAS should be on these things. So, if you pre order it now, the DMAS will be there already. But also for people later, this should be better. This should be at least as good as Quest 2. Right now, it's not it's definitely not like this the mo- like the version that i have here in my hands right now that audio is not good enough for the price yeah mm-hmm. and then and then i also found out something else which is a bit more concerning and that is that um the the local dimming Oh, as nice as as nice as it is, if everything is completely black, then yeah, of course, it's great. But unfortunately, if within the black stuff there is some some something else, like for example in the kayak mirage level in the night level, if the moon is reflecting in the water, for example, then you have like a lot of blooming, and that is bad. You know, blooming blooming is the problem when you can see the the backlight like shining over the thing that you actually want to illuminate. So local dimming is that you can actually turn off the, the, the backlighting when it's black, right? But the area that you want to illuminate that will shine. And blooming means that it will shine over the object that you want to illuminate. So blooming is unfortunately right now with this device that I have here is Quite a big issue for me for this device. So, yeah, that is that is actually uh, really something that they need to improve on. And I talked with Pymex about it and asked them, "Is is it as obvious for you as as it is for me?" And they acknowledged that this is something that they're working on. And again, they told me when I come to when I come to Shanghai next week, they will show me a new algorithm for the local dimming that improves on that a lot. That's what they say. Yep, but I need to put mm-hmm. it out there, right? So right now I think it's a I think it's a fantastic headset, but it is in that state that I have it right now. I don't think it's fulfilling all these promises. And they're working on it. And it's still
1: quite a long way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of suspected that. <laughs> It's uh, it's almost like a proof of concept, right? They showed really nice clarity and uh, FOV and the potential of local dimming. Um, Obviously, when I tried it, it was it was even further along than the headset you're holding right now. Um, So I guess what it just it makes us excited about things that will happen, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope they will be able to get this heads it to the final stage i'm a little bit concerned because of how um dispersed they are in their investments like with the portal you know the standalone stores and and they just might not have enough resources to complete this on time or complete it ever i don't know um but just knowing yeah. that we are getting so close to getting that quality of VR, just making yeah, it's, driving it's, me crazy. Because absolutely don't no, have this it. is
0: this is really absolutely an amazing device. And the thing is, the problems that I found out,
1: yeah, they can no, be solved.
0: Here. You know, they they mm-hmm. can be solved in software. Like it's an algorithm that needs to be like fine tuned. Like for example, uh, like for for the example that I mentioned, like uh, the the kayak Mirage. Night levels where you see the, the water and you see the moonlight reflecting. You have to exactly fine tune, like when will the backlight start and when not. Mm. Like in this situation, they should not put on the backlight. You know, it was too bright, and I thought like, oh, I'm I'm suddenly completely in okay. fog. You know, the blooming mm-hmm. was so bad that I couldn't enjoy that level anymore because it it, it looked like I'm like going through thick fog but it's truly so, only a matter of how you fine tune that local dimming algorithm
1: so help me understand is it because of that specific scene like a very specific scenario of a reflection yeah, exactly. that's no, not no, no. light but not dark it's kind yeah, of yeah. it could
0: be it could be but also in in other scenes like you are in a dark scene you're in a completely dark scene and then uh, probably in, in some kind of horror game. But then something goes into that dark. Like, for example, uh, your hand or you're, you're holding a candle for some reason. And then you're going to have... You're going to see, obviously, um, the light of the candle. But around that, around that, you will see something shining.
1: The, yeah, the backlight. To...
0: Yeah. It's not supposed well, I wonder to look why. Like
1: why I wonder why I didn't see that when, you know when i was trying some experiences there were super yeah. fine lines like very small kind of uh, shining objects but but i could see them light up i didn't see the halo you're okay. talking about i wonder why it suddenly yeah. happened M- must uh, it must be messing uh, with it, something
0: it, it depends on also the game if it really has these kind of objects you know like i like for example i played um Half of Alex and there are some amazing beautiful scenes, obviously which are in the dark and then I didn't feel like it but it was more like they were really just pure dark areas where you don't have this kind of problem. Yeah anyways it's, it's also a huge difference if you have the chance to look at it like for 30 minutes or if you have it at home and you can really try all that games you know I found it by mistake like I didn't see it for a long time and then I turn on uh yeah kayak mirage night levels and then like wow okay there's a problem here okay yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. so
1: they it's important that they know that they have to work on it i know that they, they know trust they your know. opinions and uh yeah. um that actually explains quite a bit why i haven't received my headset yet <laughs> <laughs> they're probably fixing quite a few things before they they keep they keep sending it but uh Darn it. Yep. So, I waiting. <laughs>
0: so, so, yeah, I totally get it. Um, but, um, yeah, this, this can be so great, in my opinion, right? It can be that headset that people want, but it's still a way to go. And for these things that I found out, I do believe that they can fix it in software, though. So, yeah, right. So, you know, mm-hmm. th- that's really the thing. Do you want OLED like in the PSVR 2? It's, am- it's going to be amazing and you will not have blooming, but then you have Mura, right? Or do you go for local dimming and then you have you don't have Mura at all, but then you have blooming, right? So so yeah, it's... It, it it's, will be uh, a while
1: it's... until we get a headset with uncompromising quality. Yeah, it will like take this. a while. But Indeed. but probably sooner than we think. I mean, we've made such a long way um, in such a short time
0: we in did VR feel so we absolutely i don't did. think we'll
1: yeah. i don't think we'll have to wait for much longer
0: yeah we are in a great way and again i do believe that this might be the headset that many pc vr enthusiasts have been waiting for i'm i'm optimistic i'm you know what that's that's pretty exi- exciting to say for me like for me i'm the most optimistic about the pix crystal as compared to all the other pix headsets that i've seen before i think this could be their breakthrough headset really i really think so for the for the enthusiast market i think this is the headset that enthusiasts will want as soon as they have like uh, yeah fixed fixed the issues and and made the software better you know yeah. but uh, still it's it's a great promise it's it's not yet fulfilled but they are on a way and i'm looking forward to see the latest model in shanghai i'm looking forward to Check out the latest um, software that they have in Shanghai. I'm looking forward to try the, the wide FOV lens in Shanghai. <laughs> so, yeah. lots of things going to happen in Shanghai next week. And I'm bringing, <laughs> I'm going to bring you over there. Yes. I will, I will obviously okay. let all of you know. And for all the Patreons, I will super totally let them know what's going on. So, yeah, mrtvlead.com. It's <laughs> a good Patreon. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward yeah. to
1: your coverage. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yep. I think that's everything that I want to spoil right now. There was actually quite a lot already, but I will, yeah, the whole thing, most probably tomorrow on MRTV. Yes. Yeah. Good. I think we're, we're good. We're done for today, right? Two hours again.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. We've covered a lot. So many hats we talked about today. PSVR exactly. 2, Quest headsets, Primax. I mean,
0: yeah, Quest 3. Wow, we, wow, it's it's a great episode again. It's a great, great episode. And before we end this episode again, we would like to say thank you to VR Optician for sponsoring this. So if you, if you want to have any kind of lens insert for any of your headsets, for example, the PSVR 2, then you should go to vroptician.com. They're making fantastic lens insert, German quality with Zeiss um, lenses. Probably the best quality that, that you can get for lens inserts. Big recommendation, not just because they're sponsoring this podcast. Yes, th- that is everything that we got for today, right, Tiana?
1: I think so. Yeah, that, that was a great, to- great topics and love discussing them all with you. I Me hope too. that our viewers enjoyed listening to this show as well.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And if you did, please give it a thumbs up right now. And um, if you even want to do a bit more, then we would appreciate if you would give us a five-star review now. It is so simple. Get out your iPhone or iPad right now, find the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast and give us a five-star review that, wow, that would make such a big difference and that would help us a lot and more people to find this podcast. That is everything that we got for today. And we're looking forward to see and hear you next week. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to be in Shanghai, though. So I'm not sure if I can make the podcast. Yeah, let's see. Or well, Probably it's going to be a special episode from the Pimax office. I don't know. Let's see.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> You're traveling all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm traveling
0: right now. I'm, I'm a heavy traveler right now. That is pretty cool. I love it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for watching and listening. And see you and hear you in the next episode. Until then, bye-bye. Bye.